0: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary void we prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hi everybody, this is the Cricket Badger Podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short, but very powerful for digging. The name badger probably comes from the French word becher, meaning digger. Hello everybody, Cricket Badger podcast time. And we're talking today about the future of Red Bull cricket. There's been the article in the Telegraph suggesting that there might be a 12-team Premier League. There's been the ECB saying sort of distancing themselves from that to some degree to say that we haven't actually discussed it yet. Our report and our investigations and our research hasn't been completed. I am concerned, and my guest today is concerned. We've been concerned for some time. And the reason we're just uh, about four minutes past two rather than the 2 p.m. promised was because we were nattering away. So I'll bring her on anyway um, to introduce her properly. Annie Chave, I, I haven't, they've had you on the podcast, Annie, despite our <laughs> frequent conversations. You were on just a few weeks ago getting inducted into the Badger set of Fame. Annie produces this wonderful magazine. Um, if you look on the inside cover, I'm actually listed, I think, as the was 12th Badger is my title now, because I was part of the process of bringing it in to start with, but I've done absolutely nothing with it for the last year or so. So Annie is very much in control of that. But Annie, our, our association started when we were concerned about the 100 and we oh. got together and we, well, I'd set up at Opposed the 100 and because I was scared and worried and concerned about the impact on the 18 counties in the county game and then obviously we've now got another round of uh, stuff and shenanigans in the pipeline in terms of how um, the ECB is going to react to England's woeful performances in the test arena and how that reflects on the county game and all of a sudden we've got these various things muted in terms of how Red Ball is going to be changed and how the county championship is going to be changed. We're going to have 12 teams. I've seen, at least, I mean one good thing is everybody's talking about it which is a good thing for county cricket but it's a cause for concern, Annie. I would suggest
2: <laughs> it is a cause for concern. I mean, I, I know we're called scaremongers, and you know, yeah, yeah, we, we're actually being a bit critical a lot of the time, and you you do fall into that category of being scaremonger then. But there are a lot of things to be concerned about, and and least of all this this. Uh, Decision whether it's a, a real one or not about have going down to twelve counties. Which, to be fair, um, James, you and I have for years now been worried that this was uh, that the the hundred was the precursor to this. Um, so yeah, I, I think there is concern. There's real concern because there's a huge body of people that are saying twelve counties, twelve counties, and they're you know they're proper big names and and they've got real concerns too. But uh, you and I both don't think that this is the way to go forward.
1: I'm far, I'm far older than I look, and um, but I, I grew up. Um, <laughs> that's that's maybe another debate for another podcast. But the um, I I grew up watching. Uh, my first game was down at Canterbury, watching Kent. They were possibly one of the vulnerable counties. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent many a happy day um, going around county game, both in the media and as a supporter, um, sitting at. New Road in Worcester, one of the most beautiful grounds in the, in the country. You know, you, you go to I don't know, Leicestershire, Grace Road, you've got Northants Wanted Road. You've got some counties who are deemed to be small, in inverted commas, mm. who have a proud history, who have produced England players, who have supporters that love those clubs. It's just beyond me. We, we, I saw a tweet the other day, I can't remember who it was, so I apologise, but the um, the tweet was along the lines of, before we start hacking the game apart we should actually look at what we've got yep. and i think that's probably the best starting place isn't it
2: yeah i mean this is what i've been saying we've got we've got these massive infrastructures we've got all these you know these 18 big counties and and like i went to sussex last week they're doing so much building work around there mm. there's so much money gone into uh, all that area uh, they've got such proud um, and strong supporters doing so much good work um, and everywhere you see this and um, every county has their really really loyal fans and all these people have been working so bloody hard and then and then there's this decision to say well let's do, you know let's let's leave this we'll, we'll cut down the six of them and uh, we just have 12 because we want elite elite players but there's you know the how do these six survive and and, and what happens to those six grounds and and not just the ground the communities the the cities that they're all in i I, there's there's so much to think about it's not a straightforward decision at all and there's there's massive amounts of hoops that they'll need to jump through to to change all of that
1: one of the wonderful things i think about having 18 counties that are to some degree spread around the country Mm. is that it Um, I've described it in the past as kind of spreading the tentacles of the game. I mean, you're down in Somerset. If Somerset didn't exist for sake of argument, if a young player is growing up in Cornwall, where do they go? I mean, Somerset's far enough, isn't it? Um, If, if they decided that Durham are the last in first out kind of thing, who growing up in Northumberland is going to play cricket. Mark Wood, for example, might be lost to the game because he'd choose something else to do because he, he can't drive to Headingley or whatever to, to play
2: you're shrinking
1: yeah. the game you're shrinking yeah. the game and, and you know off the back of azim Rafiq and lack of inclusivity in the game in terms yeah. of race in yeah. terms of you know the criticism of a lot of private or public i can never work out which one it is private or public schoolboys playing county cricket as you know and not enough state school kids coming yeah. through
2: who are the elite playing the elite
1: yeah exactly you know if you if you are shrinking the game where is the opportunity yeah
2: <laughs> absolutely and what are the so if if this did happen if it's all up in the air of course because it never was in the plan at all um so the the three main ones would obviously be derbyshire leicestershire and northants i can't they, they must be they would be the three in that the they're
1: always the first on anybody's list yeah. aren't they
2: yeah and then who do you decide out of how do you decide out of essex sussex gloucestershire worcestershire Kent Durham, Somerset, how do, you, how do you decide and what bitter battles what oh what background knife stabbing will there be? It's, and, it doesn't bear thinking about it. it really doesn't.
1: And it's not just yeah it's very easy to say, oh let's get rid of six counties. You can say that sentence very quickly, can't you? Oh, yeah. but, you, you but you've got the infrastructures, right. you've got the staff that work there, you've got the players that play there, you've got the supporters that we've mentioned before. Yeah, there are jobs being lost in that. There are people that are who are working in cricket and loving it, all of a sudden getting told, "Well, your county doesn't exist anymore." And yeah, you know, as a minor county, because you you would imagine they'd stay in business, but as a minor county, potentially. How would they,
2: how, how would they survive? Exactly. That? You know, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have the proper membership. They wouldn't get the money from the test. You know, players going to the test. Teams, you know, there's there's lots of things that they would lose, um, and and you're supposed to be carrying on keeping this big stadium going. You know, in some cases, quite big, you know. So I I think it's going to be very. You're basically you're saying. There's no future for you, really.
1: Yeah, you just basically saying gnarly to you, aren't you? You know, you can go off and do whatever you like, but we're not going to support you anymore effectively.
2: Yeah, how do you keep a sport going if you don't have um, – also, the, the whole talk about it being, you know, it's not going up and down, no progression. How do, mm. how do you keep a sport going if I mean, that is the
1: case? Talk, uh, talking about opportunity, though, Annie, you know, I've mentioned inclusivity, i mentioned state school kids. We, we, on the one hand, we're talking about growing the game and making it – you know, extending its reach and getting more people interested in it, both supporters and players. And then, on the other hand, we're talking about shrinking it. That th- those two things just don't mesh, do they?
2: No, they absolutely don't. I, I guess what they're thinking is they're going to grow it by increasing the white ball, but you're not in- increasing the number of places you can see it.
1: Well, I mean, we had all that discussion with the 100, didn't we, about people saying, well, I live in, I, I, live in, I don't know, Somerset, so I can't get to Cardiff or I don't want to go to Cardiff. It's too far. It's going to cost me too much money. And that same situation happens all over the country. Eight um, centres of the 100, two of them are in London. You know, if, uh, there was somebody very early on said to me, I live in Brighton. If I'm taking my wife and two children to watch a 100 match in Surrey at the Oval, That's costing me, I can't remember how much he said it was now, it was certainly in the hundreds of pounds to just get there and back. And if you're doing that six or seven times during a hundred tournament, that's a family holiday, isn't it? You know, you're, you're asking people to contribute far more than they're contributing now in terms of attending and people, if you're saying people aren't attending now and you're making it harder for them, what do you expect to happen?
2: we mustn't forget that in in all this time that covid has hit and and it it's very diff- it's been very difficult one of the things i was talking to um fans about in in sussex was that you know you couldn't just walk up last year you, you know you had to book your seats in advance and and that's very difficult for lots of people so and you get out of the habit of of going because it is a habit it's it's yeah. a massive habit and it's really really important to people but you do get out of the habit and and that is happening and what you're finding now is that because of partly because of covid but also because because the um counties that aren't um, hosting the hundred need to claw back money you're finding that membership's going up you're finding that games are costing more and and that is a is a really difficult situation for some of them you are listening to the cricket badger podcast
1: Cricket's a game play with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at Manscape.com Help oh, you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, Manscaped.com Just one final point in terms of opportunity. At the moment, 18 counties, 11 shirts in the championship each week or, or, or when they play, 198 shirts in total. Of course, some of those go to overseas players. You take that down to 12, 12 times 11 or even 8 times 11 if we get down to the 100 levels, there are far less shirts to go around. So what is, you know, in, in terms of a youngster seeing what they can achieve and thinking, well, I like cricket, I like football, I play a bit of golf, I like to sit on my computer game. Um, at the moment, you can just about see a pathway through to being a professional cricketer if you've got some yep. degree of talent. If yep. you reduce those shirts by potentially half each week, it's going to be harder for people to even see it as an option, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and it's not just shirts, James. You're, you know, by taking down two twelve 12 teams, you're, you're reducing the amount of games. Yeah. You know, in our country, <laughs> there's weather-affected games quite a lot. If you're then cutting those down, I mean, well, at the j- moment, j- no, just- Okay.
1: Nottingham Shears press day yesterday when it oh, snowed, snowed on them. We're, yeah. see, we're, seeing, we're seeing warm-up games. Um, yeah, Abby Slade, uh, I was having a little conversation with her on Twitter this morning where she was saying, you know, how can you call these warm-up games when they're freezing to death out there <laughs> playing cricket in the snow? You know, we. Um, I saw um, Mike Selvey tweeted that when he played, he play, usually played his first game um of the season around about was it i think you said something around about that in the 20s of april and the, the final game started maybe in the first week in september yeah, and now yeah. we're added we're added two months to the season and well, we're well, getting well, weather well, like this aren't we
2: that's right but yeah didn't they they used to have a chase to see who got to a thousand runs before the end of may i mean you know it's yeah. it's, it's not a great race these days
1: <laughs> Well, you play half the season by the time May's <laughs> finished. Um, right, let's get through some of these questions. Spiked um, is saying, it's making an elitist sport more elite if you get rid of counties. So that's basically what you said earlier, Annie. Yeah, um, Jonathan Young says, good afternoon, James and Annie. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Thanks yeah. for watching. Um, Ruben says... I'm a bit like Anchorman sometimes. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Anchorman. I see things, I read them, and I never get the chance to actually kind of look at these before. So I'm taking my <laughs> life in my hands here, Ruben, by reading this out. England must find a system which will produce a young, young players who have good techniques to be able to withstand the vigors of international cricket. Now most are not ready to play at a high level. That brings me back – thank you, Ruben, for that question. That brings me back, or that comment, to what I said on Twitter the other day. County cricket is twofold – And, you know, that's not just me saying that. that, You know, I've spoken to coaches and and people around the game. There's two purposes of county cricket. A is to obviously produce elite players who go on and play international cricket. But B is to be a county cricket team and to play first-class cricket. To play first-class cricket, you have to be bloody good. You know, getting your county cap or even playing a handful of first-class games is an achievement. It's not something to be rubbished. And for Kevin Peterson to call a lot of those guys riffraff is beyond me.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, well, don't don't get me started on that. <laughs> but absolutely. And and uh when I interviewed Angus Fraser um just the other uh, month, uh, you know, one of the things he was saying is to be a, a coach or, or a, a managing director of a cricket grant. That it's two it is twofold. Absolutely. One of the things you are desperate to get silverware for your county but you're also trying to produce England cricketers. But I think too often that playing, getting silverware for your county is discredited by so many people. And and I think that's a really, really sad and dangerous thing to do because it really bloody matters um, (laughs) to win the championship. I was talking to Tom Abel last night, how important it was to him to win the championship. It, It absolutely is... I, I mean, of course, Somerset, it would be, but...
1: <laughs> um. It might be important to you, Annie. I'd prefer to see Yorkshire win it, but anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Just to break away from that, Tom Abel, England captain, question mark?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't want him to be, of course, but I'm sure he, he'd he be very happy to be. And, you know, he's a good captain and mm. he's, a very, he's a very, very talented batsman and an underrated bowler as well. So he, he would... Yeah,
1: I mean, why not? Except I want him down in sunset. Did you see my my tweet the other day? A friend of mine phoned me actually one morning, very excited that he just realised that Harry Kane as England football captain, Tom Abel as England cricket captain, it would be Kane and Abel as the two (laughs) leaders (laughs) of our nation's uh, nation's premier sides, which would be quite cool, wouldn't it? Um, Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Jonathan Young, hello to you, Jonathan, regular viewer and listener. Um, Reading Bumble's article in the Mail. Um, mm. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but it's worth a read, actually. He says a lot of sensible stuff in there. Um he says, I can't work out if he's serious whether it's an April Fool. It's not an April Fool that Annie, to me. I've read that and there's a lot of yeah, you, you don't do an April Fool where it's a sensible interview, do you? And there's a lot it's,
2: it's of, of he said to me before, um, absolutely, it's just that now he isn't um tied to Sky. He he has more leeway to say what he wants. And you know, he's a seventy five year old man. He has the right to say a lot of things about cricket and, and people saying that he's trying to get into cricket again by saying these things. I don't believe that. I, I really don't. I don't think he would want to.
1: Well, I mean, he's, he's worth listening to on a lot of stuff. He's done mm. most jobs in the game, hasn't he? Um, mm. As Bumble. He, I mean, it does strike me as a little bit illustrative of... There's too many Ts in that, I think, Um, of the hundreds and how it's covered in that when people are in the hundreds and they're getting paid by the hundreds, they support it very vocally. Yeah, Bumble's now an example of something that's kind of removed from that bubble and all of a sudden doesn't see it as being quite so exciting.
2: Well, he sees it as the danger it is. And, and, and you know, there's lots, there are positive things about the 100. I have to keep saying that. And I do believe there are some positive things about the 100. But it isn't a positive thing for uh, England domestic cricket um, and county cricket. And the ECB at the start, they, they were saying this, we're doing this to save county cricket. And by saving county cricket, there's a discussion that they might be cutting county cricket. doesn't seem like a save to me.
1: No, absolutely not. Ruben's back in. He says, uh, look at the IPL this year where we are seeing unknown young players below 21 able to bowl and bat well against the established domestic and international players without any fear and um, ready to go further. I mean, the IPL is a great competition, Ruben. I love the IPL. And it's, um, you know it does bridge the gap between international and domestic cricket because the IPL is domestic cricket. Um, because they play in, they play in front of big crowds and they they're ready for the step up because they they have that pressure. The only thing with that annie though i I've seen a lot of people say, well, New Zealand do this and India do this and it's different, isn't it because you know you've got to do what's right for your own country. the weather's different in this country, the demographics, the population centers are different in England, and we already have an established one hundred and fifty hundred and sixty year old county championship game which has served its purpose thus far nobody was moaning about it in 2005 nobody was moaning about it when England got to number one in the world in the Test Arena nobody was indeed moaning about it in 2019 when England lifted the World Cup yeah. it has produced some very good players hasn't it
2: and every county has they absolutely have
1: and, and Leicestershire produced them for Nottinghamshire but that's yeah know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I mean, if we go on to Leicestershire because they are doing amazing things in in the communities around them. There, Sean Jarvis is doing so much good work. He's he's really, really trying to bring county cricket to the forefront. Um, I've had lots of conversations with him, and I think he's he's doing sterling work. And uh, as for Paul Nixon, you couldn't get a, a more enthusiastic and uh, so into his cricket, like in, in county cricket, I don't think.
1: I saw I Sean, he t- tweeted um, a few weeks back. He did. He has done it at Leicestershire what, what I tried to do at Yorkshire and didn't get the funding or anybody on side because uh, I wanted to put posters in pubs and libraries yeah. and stuff like that with the fixtures yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because I, I always think, Annie, that when you are talking about the championship and Fred and Jim are down the pub having a game of pool and a pint mm-hmm. and th- saying, oh, I'm off next week. What should we do? You need to stick it in front of their faces. So it's an option, don't you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've got a friend who has just moved to Toronto. Taun- she never sees cricket whatsoever. She's never been to a game. She's really excited about coming now because I can tell her when it's on. But it's only because I can tell her when it's mm-hmm. on and she's moved here that she's going to do it. If it's up there and out there in posters, you know, it's it's not, you know, there are so many things that yeah. we should be and could be doing to I- advertise it. and i sent the
0: badger a message and now i'm on the podcast with this jingle if you would like to get in touch with the cricket badger podcast then tweet at cricket
2: underscore badger
1: spikes come back in and he says could we make could we not increase the county championship i've seen a few people say that we need to yeah, spread it wider
2: said that as yeah. well I mean, the, the
1: only the only thing with that annie is when you're talking about um minor counties or national counties as i think they're called these days um if you're asking a, a, a national county to become professional in the first class structure and then get relegated back and become a yo-yo club between them how do you actually You can't facilitate that because there is so much more required to be a first-class county playing the county championship than being a a national county but spike suggesting scotland netherlands and a few of those kind of teams playing it
2: there's some really great cricket played in scotland i mean Mm -hmm. really really top quality i don't know about netherlands but i i mean they produce some pretty good cricketers let's face it so
1: I'm going to get back into some of the questions we got on Twitter as well, so I'll come back to your live questions in a second. Um, Ted says, and Ted's very nice to us, Annie, he says, James and Annie, you two have done as much as anyone to promote the 18 counties. Is it now inevitable that some will disappear? Well, I mean, what's your view on that? If we scroll forward 10 years, Annie, will we have 18 counties? Sadly, counts? I don't
2: think we will, James. I, I really, really don't think we will. Um, if if it was up to me, I I I would just suggest so many ways we could do um you know advertising getting people schools in papering the ground you know i i said to ages ago that we should um paper t20 games and say right anyone who's here tonight come round to the championship if you do that you get you get the odd people that will come and then go actually i really enjoyed this you know just the odd few and it goes it adds more to people and adds more you know i i think we will be losing counties because there's too many people that that want elite cricket and elite cricket playing each other.
1: It is one of the dangers, Annie, that the pot that's there at the moment. If you divide it by eighteen, mm-hmm. it's less each than if you don't divide it by twelve, isn't it?
2: That's that is the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Not very good at maths, so um, but even I can see that. You know. Well,
1: well that's that, Annie was why I phrased the question the way I did <laughs> because I didn't want to try and do any maths <laughs> at all. Um, Chris has been on on Twitter. Thank you, Chris. He says, "All I hope is that county chairman um, stroke chief executives, for once, don't just fall in line with the ECB demands and stand up for the county game. Because otherwise, I can see the county I love and others um, gone." And the fans will go too, as will a lot of local clubs who rely on them. And that's, that's another thing, isn't it? I mean, there's another question that kind of go, goes on to that a little bit. But it, it's how these clubs work in their own their local communities. They work with local clubs. They work with charities. They work with all kinds of community organisations. If you take a, uh, take that hub, say Leicestershire disappeared, all of that good work that you can do in Leicester as a, as a city, with its multicultural, wonderful city.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: That, does, that disappears potentially.
2: Yeah, but, but I mean, what have we got? We've got 18 uh, white, middle class, old older men as uh, chief execs at the counties, haven't we? I mean, yeah. is there anyone one that isn't?
1: Well, I, I it was pointed out to me the other day, and I tweeted it, but nobody... You know when you do a, a sensible tweet that you hope actually gets read... Nobody actually reads it when you do a stupid throwaway one, it gets retweeted galore. But, um, somebody pointed out to me the other day that the, the boards at county level don't get paid, it's no. voluntary, and what that tends to do is it brings in successful white middle class men who have time on their hands potentially rather than women with families or, or you know, that's all stereotypical, I know, but that it does tend to go down that route, so you therefore end up with a board that is predominantly. White middle class, successful, moneyed people who see the world in that way.
2: Yeah, and and see it as a business. And you know, of course, I, I'm uh, a lot of people have said to me, you know, you're just too passionate about the game, and you're not thinking business. type. Of course, you have to think more business like. Uh, I, I know that, um, but but I think there must be some sort of middle ground because I, I, every every county seems to have have businessmen like you say um making business decisions and and that and sean is is bucking the trend a little bit there he's saying no i i want to i want to do a county day i want to do a f- free to everybody county day i want to do this that and and i think it's making inroads and you know um i really do and i i've spoken to gordon at, at um somerset and he he's really up for ideas and you know he, he's trying to think i hate that phrase think outside the box um what Blue sky thinking?
1: thinking on a snowy day. I, I, I do think that the, the, the club is important to the communities and the club should see themselves as that. I mean, I, I've said during the racism thing that I, all too often when I was at Yorkshire, the club saw the ethnic populations of Bradford and West Yorkshire and beyond and Leeds uh, uh, of being ticket buyers and money rather than people. And yes. you've got, As county clubs, you've got to see people. And when the people arrive at your club, they need to feel like it's their club. And I don't think clubs do that enough.
2: We need to embrace every every person in the country. We need to be—you know—every person brings a different delight, a different um, perspective, a different um, need, and um, we have to be more open to these things. That we absolutely have to be. Uh, and if and
1: if the boards are predominantly white middle class, money to people,
2: they don't understand it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're trying.
1: It's not their fault, is it? They can't relate to it because it's not them. You need. Also, they you need got
2: to. they their tied, and let's face it, yeah. the the whole the hundred thing. It it wasn't as straightforward as some people. You know, everybody says whatever well, that. Terrible phrase. Turkeys voting for Christmas. It wasn't as simple as they
1: that. didn't. They didn't vote for what they got, did they? No. Uh, when it turned out, Facebook user, if you comment on uh, if you comment on Facebook, put your name at the end of it because Facebook, for some reason, doesn't give me your name. But he, um, he or she says the biggest sacrilege that ever happened to English county cricket was getting rid of the Sunday League, played yeah. on a Sunday and not every other day of the week. And I believe the ECB, um, if the ECB had any kahunas or kahonas, or whatever, however you pronounce it about them which is doubtful they would bring the competition back I mean that yeah I mean that's not going to happen though is it unfortunately I don't think I love the Sunday league Um, Spike yeah. says I know adding extra teams would mean extra games but when Anderson and Broad don't play first class games for eight weeks in the prime summer weeks blah 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 yeah the big the big names are missing if you're a Red Bull player at the moment you have yeah. a big hole in your summer don't you Facebook user says PS afternoon James and Annie thank you Facebook user ah. um, Ruben's back on if Indian players can travel hundreds of kilometers by public transport just to go for training from a younger age why can't young English players do the same Ruben? I guess it helps if you got 1.4 billion people potentially though doesn't it and there's so many uh, in India I'm not discrediting what you've just said Ruben, because you're exactly right they do they travel miles but if in England there are so many other things competing for their attention that people just don't do it And it's Craig, by the way, Craig, Lancashire supporter, Craig Tranter, who is the Facebook user. Getting back to the Twitter questions, and this is quite a long one. I'll get you to talk again in a second. Um, Mark is saying, why do we assume that the lack of talent is the problem of county cricket and too many teams? Surely the problem is below that. Are county pathways working? Are we producing less talent from small pool for county cricket? Pathways play very little red ball cricket compared to white ball cricket. Is league club cricket producing enough players for county cricket? Do leagues and counties have close links anymore? Are we missing all of that talent? Surely that's a bigger Problem than the middle source of county cricket not producing international cricketers. I think that's a very good point, Mark. To be honest, and especially with cricket not being played in the in the schools anymore and state schools anyway,
2: yeah.
1: we we need to create those bonds with local clubs, don't we?
2: We do. Uh, I mean, I I can only really comment on Devon perspective. Um, what what I find in uh, in uh, Devon is that the the bigger clubs um, are. Uh, sort of taking um away from all the smaller um clubs and mm. we're we're tending to find um you know a, a big club is fielding or um six teams or something um which uh which then can go up to county level and that that is helping but I do wonder where the the red ball element is going in that it, i can, I can is- remember
1: going to interview railingworth at uh, his beloved Farsley when he was alive, bless him. And uh, he was marking out the white lines on the boundary edge and he was cutting the grass because he was in charge of all of that. When I was interviewing him, we were walking around, he said, it drives me mad, James. He said, I watched them play 20 T20 cricket on an evening, and all they want to do is hit sixes. I tell them the grass is there for a reason, you can eat it along the grass, you know. And he's right, you know, at the moment, we're encouraging youngsters to play the big hoik over cow corner or or paddle sweeps and all of those glamorous shots in inverted commas, but they're not actually learning the forward defensive or how to play a cover drive, are they? Yeah,
2: you're sounding like an old man, James.
1: Um,
2: (laughs) But yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, that that is what's happening with all T20, with the hundred. With all of those things, you are encouraging people to do that, and that is what kids want to do.
1: And that's where you get Zach Crawley, playing the big shot outside of the off stump in the fifth over of a test match and getting caught at yeah. second slip, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, the people would, you know, all, all the classic batsmen would not be happy these days that are, are no longer here. The other thing, the other thing just about league cricket, and, and this is a, just a side thing that I find incredibly sad, and, and it kind of is showing the direction of cricket, is that, Things like teas are being dropped because people want to get off home early. And I find that a really, really sad thing. And I think you're losing the social aspect of cricket, the real sort of joy and com- camaraderie of cricket. Mm. And I feel that um, league cricket is becoming more like that. Just aside,
1: te- te- of- teas mm. were one of my favorite parts of it when I used to play. Harold John says, um, thank you for all your questions, by the way, everybody. Um, I love the county game. I, and will go to see as many games as I can, but I am not sure how it can survive with smaller attendances and media attention focusing on the hundred. Not sure what the financial solution is, and as as you said, Annie, earlier, it has to be a financial solution as well as a as, as well as a sort of structural solution because money does pay the bills ultimately. But it's quite sad that, isn't it, when people at Howell are, are looking at what they're seeing in front of them and thinking, what is there going to be left for me?
2: Well, it's it's interesting that also the the media attention thing, uh, people saying nobody goes to county cricket and things, and you, you and you kind of get this, and and you think, okay, the, there's a vicious circle here somewhere, you know, that people must surely, if you're if you're bright enough, surely you can see that if it's not being advertised and it's not being um, celebrated by the people that are in charge how do how does it carry on how do how does it get popular there's a simple solution it it, it really really needs to be shouted about oh, when the 100 was on for example it was wonderfully advertised by the BBC for sky so that uh every time there was a match on I'd, on my app i'd just get this come and watch the 100 it's just starting you know and you don't get that with any any other thing because you don't when have we ever had Free to air T V and Sky TV going along together in a tournament, it just doesn't happen. So um there's a lot of advertising that can happen. We've seen it can happen. It just costs a lot.
1: Tom's been on and he says hi, hi, just watching the is live Tom stream. So is, is it Tom again?
2: Harrison?
1: No, 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 it's not Tom Harrison. But you're welcome <laughs> to you're welcome to messages, Tom, if you are watching. He says, just watching the live stream on Twitter, just wondering what your thoughts would be on rebranding the county championship into a new competition called the Premier Stroke Super League, for example, and change the trophy format, etc. cetera. So have the 18 counties playing first-class cricket and put loads of money into marketing. Football has a Premier League, Rugby Union has a Premier League, Rugby League has the Super League. Is it time for a new first-class competition, um, cricket competition in the UK? I've always said to you, Annie, and this is where maybe we differ a little bit, is that I... I I don't mind change. I don't mind a new competition coming in. If it's going to actually look like it's going to do something productive and it it actually nurtures and protects a little bit what we've already got. And I I am actually in favour of the three times six structure, three divisions of six. You've got every game means something. You've maybe got a couple less games every summer, but at least as a supporter, you go along. Knowing that every game actually counts for something, and and the players have actually prepared for it properly because they've maybe had a couple of days off. Because players never get any time off. The season right. is so condensed at the moment; it's ridiculous. Well, um, no, that is, James. I, I, I am. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I did a just to heart back a little bit when I was covering Yorkshire. I can remember going on a a trip where we went to Liverpool um, to watch um, Yorkshire play Lancashire. We went, went down to Worcester for a one-day game, down to Taunton to your neck of the woods for a, for a Championship match, and then across. To Hove for another four-day game. So that was 12, 13, about, I think it was about 17 or 18 days we were on the road. But what spectators don't see is that there might be a couple of days off between fixtures, but you're travelling one of those days, and as, as a member of the media, you're writing your previews or your, your, yeah. your pieces, or as a player, you may be having a day off, a well-earned day off, or, you, or you're um, in the nets practising. You never really get time in the Championship at the moment. Jason Gillespie said this to me years ago. In the Sheffield Shield, you get time off if you're yeah. facing Shane Warne next week, you can get onto the bowling machine and face leg spin or get a local leg spinner to give you a bit of a test. In the Championship, you literally hop off one game into another, don't
2: you? Yeah, but what does J- Jason also say about the Championship?
1: That it's the best place in the world.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> there, there's a there's a reason for that. And he's not the only overseas player I've talked to that have said that. And mm. so many people have said that. And I think we really, really need to shout about it more. We need to shout about it we need to protect it we need to love it and we need to we need to say it is bloody important
1: what you just said there i think is the key to this if Mm -hmm. the ecb don't look like they love it how can they expect anybody else to love it
2: yeah you can't run down something that you are actually you know governors of um and expect other people to like yeah how many times do people say one man and his dog it doesn't happen. I'm sorry. No dogs are allowed in lots of grounds for
1: stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that <laughs> one man's waiting outside, waiting for, waiting for. His, yeah. He can't bring his dog in. But they. I mean, I I, I made sure when I put a, a, a picture on Twitter under a comment the other day that I put a picture of Scarborough full
2: because oh, yeah.
1: you, you you get. Games in the championship where it is freezing cold and there's very few people there, but you get games where it's not necessarily packed to the rafters at a test ground. I mean, that that's one thing, Annie. I always think, with, with you know, obviously, test grounds want income, but I, I yeah, I sometimes think that Headingley and, um, law, Lour- well, not necessarily Lords, but because Lords is special, isn't it? But the, the test grounds are the wrong places to play championship cricket. Because yeah. if you've got 3,000 people in a test ground, it feels empty. If you've got three three or 4,000 people in Scarborough, it's buzzing
2: yeah oh absolutely and this is another big thing it's it's hard work to put on a cricket festival or you know have festival grounds but it's wonderful it makes such a brilliant experience for kids for adults for everybody it is a delight and it it really needs to try and happen more i'm really sad that it doesn't happen in taunton anymore for example i love the ground at taunton but how wonderful to have a festival. Uh, you know, uh, Cheltenham is a delight.
1: Well, that's the first cricket I ever saw was um, my grandma used to take me down to Canterbury for the festival there. And it was three-day cricket at the time. And you got a three-day match, a Sunday league game and a three-day match. You got to, got to see two how, counties. how love it? How important
2: Ab- was
1: it? Absolutely huge. Huh. I can still smell it. I can still, I can still, that first time I walked into that ground, I can still smell it. I can still see it. I can still live it if I shut my eyes. It's special. Yeah those are special memories and that's what we should be giving kids now, special yep. memories. Yep. If it was down to you, Annie, and you were doing this review and you were,
2: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what
1: what would your solution be? What would, you know, if there is a solution required, how would you see the, the, the summers moving forward?
2: Yeah. It's a really, 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 really difficult question because uh, of course I, like, I would drop the hundred. I would, I think we've got a fantastic, fantastic competition in the T20 blast and, I think we really need to, to make that bigger and um, celebrate that more, get that on TV. Yep.
1: And just just before you finish your answer, the T20 Blast is crucial, not just for all of the 18 counties, but for the likes of Leicestershire, North Hanson, these smaller counties that we're talking about, uh, yeah. the, the yeah. revenue they get from the Blast is massive for them. It keeps them afloat.
2: Absolutely. So, um, and, and also, the, there's no reason why that can't be televised. And, and we've talked about it before doing a Premier League of that, you know. The, uh, uh, Andy Nash was supposed to be on with us, wasn't he? And he said, uh, one of the things we've talked about, or he's he's talked to me about was, you know, maybe align the Championship Division One with the um, T20 Blast and, and get that on um, TV as a Premier League. It's, I always used
1: to say that with the the fifty over. I, I always thought that, you know, if, if say you say you're in Yorkshire and you're travelling down to Glamorgan for a four day match, stick the draw the draw the groups or whatever the same way as the yeah. championship, so that you add on the the fifty over maybe the day before the championship starts or the day after the championship, so that supporters go down, not necessarily for a festival, but they go down for a few days rather than just one game.
2: There are ways of me. And, and also just just start doing things like um, Sean Jarvis is doing. Think, you know, think bigger. Think, think I want to get a crowd in. I don't don't care if they pay. I want to get them in. It's like if I, I, work, I work in theatre, if we have an empty... Uh, auditorium it's awful you just you get people to come in and you say five pound ticket or free ticket come in
1: yeah well there's so many strands to this aren't there I mean we could go on for hours and we're going to stop in just a second but so many strands to this in terms of coaching in terms of grassroots cricket in terms of structures in terms of the test team and all the rest of it I'll tell you one thing just to, to round off with when you see the comments that you get after a disappointing England performance in the test, yeah. that fills social media like nothing else, like nothing else. But it's good because people care about Red Bull. There's the, the yeah. streams that we get. People care about Red Bull, and the test. What what people fail to realise, I think, too much is that that test team is built on the foundations of the county championship. You can say the county championship doesn't earn any money. Well it does because it is forming that test team that takes that earns a huge amount of that revenue that the ECB earns. That is why when challenge. when when people talk about subsidies and, and almost like charity that these counties get this yes, money off the ECB, exactly. they're earning they're it because they're, they're, they're providing players for the test team. They're providing players for the Lions. They're providing all sorts of different things. Like when Pakistan came over in COVID, it was Derbyshire they stayed at, the Derbyshire cheap travel lodge or whatever, but they trained at Derby. Because that ground was there and the facilities there are, are, are bloody good. Yeah, you know, we need to look after all of these things. It's not just a quick answer. This you need to all of these strands need looking at, don't they? And, and making sure they kind of align. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely, Jim. I just want to say I'm so excited that the county uh, champions are about Championship's about to start, and I I cannot wait to see everything that unfolds, and cannot wait to support all of the teams, but mostly Somerset.
1: That's, that's what I, I put on a tweet last night, actually, after that Yorkshire vote, which actually keeps my club alive, which is good. Yeah. It'd be nice to actually get back to watching some cricket, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be nice to actually watch some cricket. And I just feel like at the moment, everything in the world gets me angry. I watch Boris Johnson, I watch cricket, yeah. and, and now it's running. And, and obviously the, the tragic war in, in Ukraine and stuff. It'd be nice just to sit there in the sunshine and, and actually watch the sport we love, wouldn't
2: it? Too right. And and support I wanna watch the team that I I genuinely really care about and support more than any other team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and to a lot of people like you like me, I mean, I'm a supporter of a bigger county, my county probably be okay, but I I couldn't care less, I want 18 counties I want those experiences of going down to Taunton, to New Road, to to Canterbury, to wherever, um, to watch county cricket, because it's special, and it needs to be preserved and looked after, as do you, Annie Chave, make sure you buy County Cricket Matters, tell people how they get it, Annie.
2: Go onto the website uh, www.countycricketmatters.com and you can just subscribe or you can buy one copy that they're cheap as chips, you know. They are brilliant. Uh, they're not just a fanzine, as uh, some people like to keep saying.
1: How um, does that annoy you?
2: I don't mind. <laughs> I, it can be can call it a fanzine if they want, but I think it's a little bit more than that.
1: It's a magazine. There it is. It's a magazine. And if you're struggling to heat your house as well, once you've read it, it actually burns in the fire as well, doesn't it? So uh, all good stuff. Annie Chafe, always good to see you.
2: Thanks for asking
1: me on. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, everybody. And look after County Cricket. Go along this summer. and Go along. Support- Red Bull cricket sit in your county ground enjoy hopefully some sunshine enjoy some fantastic cricket these aren't riff-raff players these are terrific players I'll tell you what they're better than me and you if you compare them to club cricketers again on my Twitter feed because the difference when you're up close to a professional cricketer oh. one of these riff-raff batsmen playing in the nets They are a class above. That is why when they go back to club cricket, they score a century or take a fifer because they are better. And it is worth watching them. Go along and support your counties and I'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks again to Annie. I think that's number 504. 505 will be just around the corner. See you very soon.